On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about creating special effects in your videos. And speaking of things that are special, today our show is made possible by the very special people over at Movo who create all the great microphones that we use for our video productions, whether it's studio mics or USB desktop mics, lapel microphones, shotgun microphones, and anything in between to make your videos sound better, Movo has what you need. But that's not all, or should I say, but wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. You but wait, there's more. You can also get things like stands for your lights and for your microphones and for your camera. You can get mounts so that you can put your smartphone on a tripod. You can get lights so that you can yeah, really look beautiful. Woo! Oh. All of that available right now over at Movo by heading on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo. And with that, before I say anything weirder... Yeah. Let's hit the music. Okay. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. And has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray, the video guy. And I'm Woo. Steve Sleeper, our homepage, go VMM with all the podcatchers and the socials. And I need to ask a favor. Uh-oh. Check out my YouTube channel, Steve Sleeper Rail Fan. It's all about mm -hmm. trains. All about trains. That's good, Sheldon. Thank you. You know, uh I was in uh, Fremont, Nebraska last Saturday, rail fanning, and I guess the uh, I learned a lot of things because there were a number of rail fans there, and one guy was kind of teaching wow. me everything he knew. And uh, Fremont's kind of cool because you've got the UP, you got two divisions meeting, and then you got the BNSF crossing over the UP. So I got a lot of great footage. And they were marveling, these guys, at my Movo two-way shotgun. They didn't know nice. such a thing existed. <laughs> I brought one out to the uh, to the uh, Fear Expo that I was at last weekend, where I was teaching a class on uh, Google marketing uh -huh. for the uh, owners of escape rooms and uh, haunted businesses. Cool. So we brought it up there as well. Yeah, and uh, did they nifty little microphone? Did they lose their minds? They Over, lost their minds. They lost their minds. Now the other thing that I learned, because I'm new to this rail fanning thing, I've got like five videos up, and my my Steve Sleeper channel is a channel I've had for since 2009. So there's other things on there. So, but I'm trying to load it up with the the rail fan stuff. New to it, and uh, one of the guys that was there, nice guy named Aaron was kind of teaching me everything I knew, because as soon as I told him, well, I'm kind of new to it, and blah, 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 he goes, oh, well, I can kind of share with you stuff I know. I said, that'd be great. He said, uh, and one of the things that he told me was that uh, train personnel, railroad employees, refer to us as foamers. <laughs> okay. Because we're foaming at the mouth to see a train. 
He said, you know, I don't know if that's an insult or what. And I said, well, at my age, I don't really care. I've been called worse. So, So, uh, but anyhow, it's a blast. And I've got a whole bunch of, they call them catches, where you catch a train and uh, videotape it. So Nice. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that uh, in the little town that I lived in up in northern Utah, we actually had the uh, rail line that went right through town. Mm. Uh, there were no stops. There, used, there is a, a rail station there. It's not used. It's uh, storage for the city now, but it used to be a, a stop when it was more passenger a trains. Depot. A depot. Okay. Yep. It is a it, depot. Is it, it's probably the UP, huh? Union Pacific? Uh, I believe so, yes. Yeah. That yeah. would be correct. Salt Lake's and, a big uh, UP town, by the way. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of the uh, rail jumpers <laughs> would jump off there and oh. grab a bite to eat, and uh, they would sit on the little green by the side of the the uh, the um, uh, the tracks and play music. And I would videotape them every once in a while playing music out there and talk to them. You probably so. met Hobo Shoestring, who it is could well be one of could the well more be. popular train guy videos. He uh, he's a train hopper, and he. Uh, it, uh, he records it, and it's 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 interesting. And he teaches he teaches everything he knows about rails. So, and cool. I have been to the Golden Spike. Ooh, that's right, rail fans. The Golden Spike. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. Look it up. Promontory. <laughs> is it still at Promontory yep. Ridge? It is. is, that what it is? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So from Promontory. Um, but it's funny, even the town that I lived in, which is pretty far from there, I mean, we're talking 45 minutes, um, a lot of the stuff in my town was called Golden Spike this and Golden oh, yeah, Spike yeah, that. Sure. Well, it's it was only, like 45 minutes away. It's only 45 <laughs> minutes. Now, do you know, here's a little trivia question for you, do you know where the largest rail yard, switching yard, is in the United States, in the world, in the world? Is it in the world? No, I don't know. I mean, I know there's a really, I think there's a really big one up in like Maine. Uh huh. That all the because they they had to have a big turnaround there, um, from back in the days when you know the trains couldn't go backwards. Um, so there was a big turnaround up in I think it was in Turn Maine. Table. So all the stuff that went Turn, up the, the probably a, no no it was no, just a roundabout. Just around. Well, just be, round. they might have had a turntable, you know, where they could flip them around. Otherwise, well, uh, no, because they would they would take the whole train up there and, and go around the circle and come back oh, down. Oh, okay, okay, I forget what that's called. But that I was in, I believe part, that was in but... Maine. It serviced the whole East Coast when the trains would go up and down. But no, I'm not sure. Okay, North Platte, Nebraska. Interesting. It's the Union Pacific Bailey Yard, and they have a huge tower there for rail fans to go up and. Uh, huh and uh, videotape the train. So Steph and I are going to head out there. I, I told her, I said, you know, it's, uh, I think it's like four hours out to North Platte. Uh, we could head out, do it on the spur of a moment, and uh, do some rail fanning, spend the weekend. Have well, that would be some great videos and be able to use those Movo microphones. That's right. And I got stands a, and everything else. I got a Movo rig that I pop my... Uh, Yes, sir. Into. And then the other thing that I bought this week was um, a fluid head tripod. Nice. Because the cheap, cheap old tripods, I was just having a heck of a time with them. And uh, I'm, not the st- <laughs> I'm not the steadiest guy in the world. 
you know, the Delarian nope. tremors. Tri- tripods, you know, we uh, we own some cheap tripods, you know, the, the the really inexpensive ones from from Best Buy and whatnot, specifically for things like just sticking a camera on it and, right. and not moving. Right. Um, but the minute that you want to start panning and, and tilting and all that, you need to have a good one. And, and we've got some nice ones. Um, like I said, the one that I use the most is, is about 40 years old now. Uh, well, not 40 years old, 30 years old. Well, that's probably a and, really uh, good one, yeah. Well, this yeah, one, this one's a beast compared to what I'm used to. My goodness. Sure. Yeah. And and where did you pick that one up? Uh, Amazon. Nice. And it had really good reviews. It's called. Uh, I can't read it. They've stylized there, the logo so, so much, but. Yeah, there there are some excellent ones. There was a new company, um, and I can't recall the name of it, but uh, a while back that was starting to make some, and they were because you know a really nice fluid head tripod, you're going to spend. Three hundred to a thousand dollars, but there are some really nice ones now from from third party companies that have come out um, that get great reviews and and you can get them in the one hundred to three hundred dollar range and they're just as good as some of the bigger names yeah, I, at the uh, higher. So on, I had to pull my earplugs out just to grab the thing, grab the uh, brochure. But I, I I I think I spent somewhere between one hundred and fifty and two hundred and yeah, that should it, be pretty good. It had like. Uh, a lot of five-star reviews, like a couple of hundred, you know, so I thought nice. well, I should be okay. Let's yep, okay. yep, sure should. As long as it's now. made of metal and not plastic, because the biggest, biggest problem with the Best Buy ones is they're all made of plastic, and if you use them oh, to good. get around with, they will fall apart and they will break. So. It's metal, and it's called yep. Caver. Or Caver. Caver. No, C- not familiar with them, but I'll have to look them up. I think it's either V or Y. I don't know why they stylize them. <laughs> I can't read it. What is up with that? Anyhow, it's yeah. like, I think it's Caver. So well, excellent. That sounds great. Yeah. So I'm happy with it. So fans, check out all of Steve's camera work and microphone work by heading on over to Steve's Sleeper Rail Fan. On YouTube. And, uh, on YouTube. and Check out all those great videos. Yes. Should be good. Now, Steve... What if you wanted to make some fancy opens for those videos, or you wanted to do some fancy graphics on them, or transitions, or stylize the video in some way? How would you go about doing it? You know, maybe a a locomotive heading off to the moon. There you go. Anything like that. Well, I'm going to talk today a little bit about how you can do those types of things, because I will tell you this. uh, I've been doing video for, I don't know, (laughs) 30-some years. Yeah. And uh, and more if you count when I was a kid just goofing around. But, um, you know, one thing that I have learned how to do is to make some really nice graphics, some really nice special effects and designing animations and all that kind of stuff. But here's the problem with all of that. One, it can take a ton of time. It'll look good, but it'll take a ton of time. And guess what? Most people don't know how to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit difficult. So... What I want to talk about today is how you can do those types of things without having to spend hours and learning to design graphics, high-end animations, and all that kind of fun stuff. And as a matter of fact, in most of my videos, I don't do all that stuff anymore because I use what we're going to talk about today to make life a thousand times easier. In fact, I'm I'm working on a project for a, uh, a startup company right now for a golf product, and in that golf product, we've got some really cool animation at the beginning that's kind of sports-related, looks like sports news, and it's got fancy animated graphics in the video. 
And all of that is done without me having to sit there and design graphics and, you know, do different things for hours and hours on, uh, you know, at a time. Cool. And uh, I'm going to talk exactly about how you can do that and how you can do it with a variety of different programs. Most specifically, we're going to talk about After Effects and Premiere by Adobe. We're going to talk about Final Cut Pro. And we're going to talk about DaVinci Resolve, which, by the way, if you don't have a good video editing system, DaVinci Resolve is free for the basic version. So you can get it for free and do some really cool stuff. And uh, with what we're going to talk about today, you'll be able to do even cooler stuff. So, cool. with that said, let's get started. Okay. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about is... After Effects. Now, the reason I bring up After Effects, this is an Adobe product, so if you don't have this, it's definitely worth checking out. Go over to Adobe. Uh, you can get After Effects, which, by the way, used to, by itself, cost about $1,200. You used, used to literally hand Adobe $1,200 to get the latest version of After Effects, and then two years later, you had to pay them again for the latest version of, of After Effects. And then, of course, if you wanted Photoshop, you paid another $600, and if you wanted Premiere, you paid another five or $600. Um, pretty expensive stuff. Yeah. A couple thousand dollars to get the suite. Well, fortunately for all of us, Adobe has made that a lot easier these days. You can get the Adobe Suite. You pay uh, anywhere from nine dollars for one. You know, if you want just After Effects, I think you can pay nine dollars a month to have it, uh, up to uh, fifty or sixty dollars a month to have the entire suite. And the great thing about that is you get the entire suite and you're constantly updated. So you're not next year when the new version comes out, you're not paying a bunch of money again. It's automatically going to you because you're paying that monthly fee. And I've been doing that for the last couple of years. And it's fantastic. I, I always have the latest version of Photoshop. I always have the latest version of After Effects. I have Premiere, which I don't really use, but I do have it. And Adobe Audition and whole bunch of media encoder, which I use all the time and tons of other products. And you get all of those inside there. And the great thing about that is it's a pretty universal program, which means that if you're doing stuff in After Effects, it doesn't matter if you're on a Mac or a PC. You can certainly, you know, get it on both, open your projects files in both. Uh, if you've got older and newer versions, you should be able to have some compatibility. So, for instance, if somebody's got an older version, they make something and they send it to you, it's going to tell you, hey, this is an older version, but we're going to upgrade it, you know, and, and, and everything should work fine. Um so this is a, a good way to get started, and Premiere works very similarly. Now, if you don't know what After Effects is versus Adobe Premiere, Adobe Premiere is the video editing program, the straight-up, normal, timeline-based video editing program, just like Final Cut Pro or HitFilm or DaVinci or iMovie, any of those types of programs. It's your normal, everyday, timeline-based video editing tool. After Effects is a special effects and animation tool. So they do work kind of interchangeably at times, but After Effects is where you would create things like your animated logo that you would export and then bring into Adobe Premiere or another video editor in order to make your final video. Okay, so After Effects is going to make your animations. Premiere is going to make your video. It's going to put your video together. And those two work together. Um, my personal combination is to use After Effects and uh, Final Cut Pro. And so those are the two that I use for my stuff. But you can also put DaVinci in there, um, HitFilm. There's a bunch of different ones. But the reason I'm going to mostly talk about uh, Premiere, Final Cut, and DaVinci is because those have something special that's going to help you to do some really, really cool stuff. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the plug-in systems. Now, yes, 
other programs like hey, it, let, film let, and let, iMovie. Let, sorry to interrupt. Da Vinci is that Adobe? What's what's Da Vinci? No, Da Vinci Da Vinci Resolve is it's just it's it's a it's a very high end Hollywood studio editing program, but okay. um, you can get it as an individual. You can get it for free. And it's a little bit more limited, but you can get the actual same program that's used in Hollywood to produce produce all these movies. You can get for free uh, from DaVinci. So DaVinci Resolve is the name of the program. Okay. Okay. Thanks. And so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about plugins that will help you to do a lot of this stuff quickly and easily. And then in the case of After Effects, we'll talk a little bit more about some templating and things like that, which um, is a little bit more difficult, but certainly something you can do if you've got the programs for it and you can learn how to set that up. Now, I'm going to talk about this from uh, the Final Cut standpoint at the moment, but just understand that most of this applies to Premiere as well as to DaVinci Resolve. Um, I will say that and some of the things we're talking about, DaVinci Resolve is uh, a new addition to what we're talking about when it comes to getting some of these plugins and things. So there may not be nearly as much. But then again, there's not nearly as much for Final Cut as there is for, let's say, After Effects. Uh, and what I'm going to talk about is something we have mentioned on here many times before. And that would be our good friends over at Envato, who make things like Video Hive and Audio Jungle and uh, uh, Photo Dune. And Graphic River, so they are the the creators and the um, the marketplace for all sorts of amazing stock images, videos, templates, and music and things like that. But they have a program that is called Envato Elements, and you can go to Ray the Video or excuse me RaiseLinks.com/Envato, and if you want to check that out, go over there. This is something that you're definitely going to want to take a close look at because what this program does is it gives you access to thousands and thousands and thousands of music tracks, graphics, images, templates, graphic templates, video templates, plugins for your for your video programs all in one place and you just pay one fee and you could down you know, you could download $10,000 worth of stuff and it's not going to cost you an extra penny than the $200 fee to have the access to the Envato elements. Um, and just to put that in perspective, on a typical year before that existed, when I would buy things individually on, um, on, on Video Hive and Audio Jungle and whatnot, I would spend a good five to $10,000 a year in stock media directly through those sites. Now I pay $200 a year. So it's a massive, massive savings. And the other thing is that's great about this is when you have access to this, you have a lot more latitude to start playing around with things. Because when you have to pay for every single track, every single graphic, every single video that you download, you're not going to mess around and try things out. <laughs> but when you can download all the stuff that you want off of there, you're going to play around and do a lot better stuff. Because guess what? You download one stock piece of stock video, and five minutes later you find one that's better. You're going to be kicking yourself uh, if you don't have this, because you're going to, you know, either use the one you don't like, or you're going to buy another one and spend twice as much money. But if you've got elements, you can download like this golf project. I downloaded dozens of stock videos from golf, and in the final video, I probably used only three or four. But I downloaded a couple dozen to have them there to look at and to decide what fits where, swap things out, and come up with what I felt was the best uh, shots for that. So it's a great system for that. But what's 
takes it even further is it's not just stock video and stock graphics and, and music and things like that. They have plugins for After Effects. They've got plugins for Premiere. They've got plugins for Final Cut. They've got plugins for uh, DaVinci that will allow you to do some really, really cool stuff, such as high-end animated lower thirds. You do a, you download one of the plugins, you stick it in there, and boom, you can do this just by going into your program and typing in what you want, maybe choosing the colors that you want to use, and it's all done. High-end animation, and all you had to do was put in the name that you wanted to have on there and choose the colors and whatnot, maybe click a couple of options, and you've got a beautiful animated lower third or information bar or end screen. And in that golf video I was talking about, that's exactly what I did, is I downloaded one that I thought was cool from uh, Envato Elements, plugged it into my Final Cut, and then when I made the video, I just used that lower third. I popped it on there, changed the name for what I wanted it to say, and boom, we had high-end animation, copy it, change the text to uh, whatever the next thing is, and boom, that's done. I also used templates directly from Envato Elements with After Effects to make an intro. And that's the other great thing that's in there is all those templates that you would find on VideoHive for things like After Effects, Premiere, uh, Final Cut, and DaVinci. You can start downloading those as well and putting those together. And in this case here, I looked for golf. I found one that was a uh, sports template theme. I downloaded that, put in the information, added the logo, Boom, hit render, brought it into my project, and I had a high-end intro and outro for that video without having to spend hours and hours of time doing these things. And the great thing is, you know, I know people get, when I start talking about After Effects, people get a little scared, <laughs> and I get it. But with this, you can find templates for After Effects, and you download those templates, you open it up, and... It can be somewhat self-explanatory, but usually most of them have instructions or videos that you can watch to learn exactly how to do that. So even if you're kind of a novice with After Effects, you can stumble your way through, get that animation done, and export it out. That's how we do all of our animated logos. That's how we do a lot of our intros for videos and our outros and our transitions is using those templates in After Effects, creating those, and then putting them into our final video. Now, the plugins that you can get for things like Premiere and, and uh, Final Cut and DaVinci, they're going to do some of that stuff for you automatically. There are some, you know, when we think of plugins, most of the time we think, oh, this is a plugin that, um, you know, makes a, a video look like uh, it was shot of film and adds a little film effect to it. But it can go much, much beyond that. Like I said, those lower thirds are those same plugins. Um, backgrounds. There are plugins that generate backgrounds for you. So as you're creating your video, if you need a background with some text on it, this will generate that for you, and you can do it right there from the plugin. You never even have to leave your editing program, and it's going to allow you to make some really cool effects on that. Now, the other thing that you can do is something that's built into all of these systems that doesn't require a plugin, and that is to get in and really start to work with colorizing your videos. Now, if you've ever gone out and shot video, um, especially nowadays when you're going out there and you're shooting it with, let's say, your smartphone as opposed to a high-end camera, well, when you get out there and you shoot the you know, video outside here and then you go somewhere else and you shoot a video outside and the sun is in a different position at that point in time, you get back, you start putting your videos in there, you may notice that, for instance, uh, in, in the case of, let's stick with a, a golf outing, the video you shot of the golfers out on the course in the morning 
is going to look a lot different than the video that you get at the end of the day when the sun's just about to start setting. You're going to notice that those later ones tend to have um, kind of uh, um, a warmer look to them. The grass is a little warmer, whereas the ones in the morning, the grass is looking a little more uh, bluish green. In the afternoon, it's looking a little more orangey green. So you're going to start to see those differences. Well, just by using your colorizing effects in whatever program you use, you can match those things up. You can add things to them. In the case of my golf video, what I did was I took the shots that we had and I started to colorize them a little bit to make them a little more saturated, a little warmer. The color's really bright, and it just makes that video pop a little bit. Didn't require fancy plugins, didn't require spending any money. It just required me going in and taking a look at it and deciding what kind of look I wanted and then kind of matching it up in all the other shots that were there. And in the end, you get a really cool-looking video that has a nice style to it. Now, the other thing, of course, that we can add into any of these are transitions. And I will say, um, in Adobe Premiere, they do have a lot of transitions. Final Cut Pro has a lot of transitions as well. DaVinci has a lot of transitions. Uh, problem is, a lot of times they are either pretty basic transitions or you look at them and they're so overused that you're just like, I don't want to put this in my video because everybody puts this in their video. I've seen this, this little transition all the time. Well, if you go back to a place like Envato Elements, you can download all sorts of transitions for your uh, video editor as well. And now you're going to have all these really cool transitions to use. And typically, you know, when we think of transitions, most people think of a fade, a crossfade between one shot to the next. Or maybe the old Star Wars wipe across the screen. Or maybe, uh, you know, like you've seen on TV, the little clock where it goes around to, to show that time has passed. But you can have pl um, plugins that will give you transitions that have graphics in them, colorize the image, make it blur, make it jump. I mean, all sorts of really cool stuff that can make your video really stylized. And if you can match it up with the type of graphics that you put in there and the animations that you put in there, you can have something really, really special. And all you have to do, again, is go into Elements, or you can go to Video Hive, start searching for uh, transitions, and find something that you like, download it, install it into your program, and boom, you're going to have access to that forever. Not just for this project, but on any project, you'll be able to use that in there. Um, the other thing that you want to look for is titles. You can do some really cool stuff with your videos if you add front-end titling to it. Now, titling doesn't necessarily mean like what you see in the movies where, you know, it starts showing the movie and, you know, it says Will Smith and, you know, the name of the movie. Um, that can be that, but a lot of times the titling can be highly animated titling as well. So you could look for a really cool effect. And again, you're going to see this in movies too where, you know, maybe you've got an effect that looks like uh, old paper being burned and when it burns, the person's name is behind it. Or it could be some water-themed thing where the water splashes and it shows a name. And, you know, you can do some very, very cool stuff. All you have to do is go in there, start searching around, see if there's anything that you really like, and bring that theme in. And not only can you do some great stuff with that, but this can give you a lot of ideas. So, for instance, let's say you're making a, a video about the beach, and you're not really sure how it should look. And, you know, just having your shots of people on the beach is okay, but... You know, it doesn't really give that full beach feel. Well, you can go in and you can start searching for, one, 
beach music. Obviously, music is going to add something special to that. But then look for transitions that are beach or water related, titles that are beach and water related, backgrounds that are beach and water related. And now when you use all of these things in your video, it's going to give it that cohesive look throughout the entire thing with an intro that has water splashing and maybe the lower third is a wave that splashes by and leaves the name behind and then the background is you know a splash and then the text comes out and all of this is going to make your videos look a hundred times better much more professional and guess what you can charge more money at that point because everybody wants to do that and if your videos look better and you're providing something of greater value you're going to have the opportunity to charge more for what you're doing. And it's really not that much more work to do that. And it can be kind of fun to experiment with these things and to go and search on places like Envato to see what they've got out there. But you can do some really, really nifty stuff. Um, one thing that I like to do all the time is use transitions that have a drop spot. And what I mean by that is let's say that um, you've got – we'll go back to that beach one. you got a wave that goes across. And it goes from one video to the next. But maybe it's got a drop spot in there for you to drop a logo in. So the wave goes by, but you see the logo of the business as the wave goes by as well. And that just brands it further. And there's a lot of different transitions that will allow you to bring in specific things into drop zones while you're doing these transitions. Maybe it's their logo flies up into the screen, shakes around, and then flies away to, to reveal what's behind it. That's the uh, new part of the video. But uh, a lot of that stuff can really help to stylize your videos. And it doesn't take a ton of work, doesn't take a lot of skill. And yeah, you'll have to learn a little bit possibly about how to install plugins. You'll have to learn how to use the plugins. And uh, sometimes it can be frustrating when they don't work the way you want them to, which does happen. But with the fact that you have so many in there in something like Envato with the Elements program, you can try a 100,000 different things. And that's what we've done is we went in and downloaded, we being me, <laughs> proper pronouns, pal, just 100, me. 100,000? Um, oh, my gosh. You could download, I went in and downloaded every Final Cut transition and thing that I could add into that program. The, the program is probably so bloated it needs to go on a diet at this point in time, but it gives you a lot to, to work with. Uh, you may have noticed in a lot of my videos of late, I, I tend to use like a superhero cartoony-looking theme to them, well, guess where I got all that stuff? <laughs> Straight out of Envato Elements. Uh, if you um, if you happen to be part of our uh, program, the Sparks program, um, you'll notice that the Sparks page is very superhero cartoonish, comic book look. The videos have comic book looks in them. And stuff. All of that, including the graphics on the page and everything, came from being a part of Envato Elements. We got the graphics from there. We got the plugins from there and the transitions and the titles and everything else all from finding those inside of Envato and turning those into something really cool. And by the way, here at the Escape Room, I use their stuff all the time because we make a lot of videos for the lobby to run all the time. We make videos for in the rooms when people go into the rooms and there's a video that plays. And all of the cool things that we do in there all come from Envato Elements, where we download the templates for After Effects in some cases. We download the plugins for Final Cut Pro. We download the graphics and the video that we need to use in there. And we put it all together to make some amazing videos. Or at least I think they're amazing. Maybe mm -hmm. other people. Just yeah. we'll have to check and find out. Maybe other people hate my videos. But I like them. I like them. I like thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you, Steve. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, you do good work. But again... This is something that anyone can do, and with the fact that DaVinci Resolve is free, 
you can start doing it there. Now, again, the plug-in stuff with DaVinci Resolve is still kind of limited because it's new, but it is something that you can do, and you can make some really cool videos that way. But, uh, again, if you've got Adobe Premiere, if you've got Final Cut Pro, you can really start to do some things, especially Premiere, because um, Elements, all the Envato stuff originally was mostly for After Effects and Premiere. So even the Final Cut stuff is, is fairly limited, although there's lots and lots of plugins. Um, but a lot of the templates and things are for Premiere or After Effects. But they're starting to build up good libraries for Final Cut and for DaVinci that will allow you to, uh, to do some pretty neat stuff. Cool. Yeah. Now, Steve, we should try to find you a train-based template theme graphics. There you go. See if we can do some fun stuff there. And, uh, you know, I'm sure they've got uh, some things that are train-related that would uh, make your videos stand out. That's right. And it could be it could be the opens, could be the transitions. Who knows, right? Well, I always start off by saying... Uh, uh, you can help me out by uh, giving me a thumbs up and subscribing. And it's some old guy with no hair with you know giving the thumbs up. So, and by, by the way, I'm on there right now in the video template section, and there are some train things built in there. Cool. Some of them for little kids. Um, but there's a really nice. Uh, well, I have the maturity of a five-year-old, so. Well, there you go. There's a nice little train tunnel that that does the titling for you. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. definitely worth checking out. Christmas yeah. train. Can definitely do some really neat stuff with that. Yeah, cool. Fabulous. Indeed, fabulous. Yeah. And, of course, Steve, yeah. if you're going to make these videos, well, you probably need to, uh, to shoot some video, right? Oh, absolutely. And if you're going to shoot some video, well, you need the right equipment to go along with either your camcorder or maybe your DSLR or maybe even your smartphone, like I tend to do more than, more often than not these days. Mm-hmm. You need some great equipment to go along with that, including microphones, stands, lights, and much more. And, of course, you can get all of these things by heading on over to Movo by going to raiselinks.com slash Movo. Inside there, you're going to find things like the LV-1 lapel microphone that plugs right into your camera or your smartphone and allows you to record some great video. You've got wireless lapel microphones. You've got the desktop microphones. And you even got what I've got sitting in front of me right now, Steve, the brand new, brand new 4K desktop microphone webcam light Ooh. combination pack. Ooh. Yes, indeed. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. It's, I saw uh, an ad for that, yeah. It's an amazing webcam. Um, I, I do have to admit, it doesn't do what I was hoping it did. Um, it is literally meant to be a webcam. I was going to uh, try to use it kind of like the, the C920 has like the zoom feature, so you can kind of use it farther away. Uh-huh. Um, this one is meant to be a webcam, but it is an amazing-looking webcam. And uh, it's got a nice built-in microphone and and a nice uh, ring light that's built around it as well. So oh, it's a nice. great little product. But here here's that, here's my question, or you know, here's what I'm kind of concerned about, is that a webcam is meant to be a webcam. <laughs> that is concerning. It's concerning, very concerning. <laughs> well, I I was I was wanting to use it as like my studio webcam for my live videos. Right. But right, um, right. It, it's it's um. 
the depth of field on it is not uh, – it, it is a webcam depth of field, so it needs to be oh, kind of yeah. – you know, it's a closer camera. You can't step back or you'll, you'll get out of focus and whatnot. Right, right. No, I hear so, you. Yeah. But the, uh, the C920, actually, not as good a camera, but it does give you a little more controls than that. And, of course, lately I've been using the Mevo camera, but I am using a Movo stand to hold that thing up. <laughs> Yeah, they got some so good little go. stands too for that kind of they stuff. They do. They they've got a wonderful um, mini tripod. It's a uh, hard to even call it a tripod. The tripod part is just a small tripod at the bottom, and then a long stem that goes up. And that one is the MVT one. Highly recommended. I actually have a couple of them here. Uh, also, by the way, Steve, we may want to uh, to set up some sort of a contest. Yeah. And the reason I say that is um, the other day I got an email f- from Movo, and it just said that there was a package heading my way. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> and uh, it arrived, and it is one of their um, their arms, so the microphone arms, you know, the swivel mm-hmm, arms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have no idea why they sent it to me, because I already had two of them here, <laughs> plus the one I actually use. <laughs> yeah. So I've got three of them already, but it just randomly showed up in the mail. Um, so we may want to give that away, and I do have a studio microphone from them as well, an extra one. Ooh. So we may want to give away an arm and a studio microphone, which is, uh, I'll have to check the retail value of that, but it's probably a couple hundred dollars. Uh, maybe we'll put together a contest for that. That would be awesome. I agree. So maybe we'll put that together, because I've got three of them now, and I've got two of the uh, studio microphones, and I've got my studio microphone that I already use, so I've got uh, three studio microphones here now. Um, starting to get overwhelmed with all this Movo stuff, but I'm That's glad right. I have it. Is it like a scissors arm, or what? Uh... Yeah, it's, it's the kind that either attaches to the wall and has the um, spring-loaded arm, yeah. or you can attach it, you can clamp it onto your desk, yeah. and it has the scissor arm on it. Yeah. Um, and it's got the little mount at the top to uh, hold your microphone on it. So, Neato. That is really yep. cool. And I know some people use them for even for uh, attaching if they've got a Yeti microphone or the uh, UM700 microphone. You can uh, turn those upside down and attach it to it as well. So you can do that kind of stuff and have some fun with it. Cool. Battery. I have to think of a way to give that away. Yep. But if you want to get some of this stuff for your shooting um rigs and equipment then head on over to raiselinks.com slash movo check out all the great deals that they have today and with that steve are we ready to hit the music yes let's hit it right all right here it comes boom he's ray the video guy yeah ray the video guy his skill is where it's at even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 